0: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio every single weeknight at seven PM. Just download that Nothing But Net channel, and you will be able to hear us there. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel every single day at noon. Dono Daily, Alex Dono takes you around South Florida sports. I have a show on there every Tuesday and Wednesday at nine called Starting Nine in All South Florida Sports. And of course, we have a ton of night programming there. So make sure that you subscribe. We got 13,000 subscribers there for a reason. So make sure you check it out. Also, fivereasonsports.com, all the latest on the local teams without a paywall. Brady Hawk has been breaking down particular sets and plays that the Heat might run this year. So make sure you check that out. Nobody's doing more detailed uh, written analysis right now on the Heat. Than Brady is. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. If you have IT needs, if anybody you know has IT needs, you need to reach out to CPT of South Florida. That's right, CPT-florida.com. That's where you go. Our guy TJ runs it. Again, this is a local business. Miami sports fans, this is where you want to go. These are our people. They support us. Please support them. They've been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud-hosted phone systems and managed IT. If you own a small or medium business and you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs, you got to give TJ a call right now. With a cloud phone system, you can work from anywhere on any device for a free in-person consultation. Call TJ at 954-966-2766. That's 954-966-2766. And they've got a great promotion, 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones and the first two months of service free. Deal with an owner, not a sales rep, 954-966-2766, or visit the website at cpt-florida.com. And now tonight's episode.
1: Yeah. Uh. Five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Well, here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars. We ain't bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the the flow got it all banned. Y'all seen the block? Stop one hand. Impact me trust. it's ball had the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reason Sports Network.
0: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I've got Alex Toledo with me. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick or at Five Reason Sports. Now, we talked about the East the other day and kind of some of the top contenders, but now we're going to look at the entire league. And we're going to put it into this context. It's not context. We're going to kind of tear up tonight. There are, in our view, about five tiers of NBA teams. This is not easy to put together. Okay. Alex and I have been doing this separately, and we're going to bring our list to the table here. We're going to try to figure out which tier the Heat fit into. OK, so this is sort of how I look at the tiers. The first tier are legitimate championship contenders, consensus contenders. people uh, think that these teams are the ones that could be competing at the end for a title? Either they've proven it or they've done something in the offseason that puts them in that category. Second tier, that's the group that like if things break right, if things break right, they can make a run to the finals. We saw that last year with the Suns. Probably the Suns would have been in the fourth tier, maybe even the fifth tier before the season started. They end up running up all the way to the NBA finals. The third tier, those are the teams that could kind of go either way. Maybe they have some injury issues. Maybe there's some inconsistency. Maybe there's holes on the roster that they need to significantly fill. Probably playoff teams, probably not with much of a shot uh, for a title. The fourth tier. Those are the teams that really, you know, they're going to be struggling just to make the playoffs. Um, and perhaps they may be sellers as the season goes on. And so they may end up sending players away and may end up getting worse as the year goes on. And then there's the fifth tier. These are the teams with no shot. Uh, these are the teams that are rebuilding the teams that are basically thrown in the towel. They're probably headed for the lottery again to try to recoup. it. I will say this, it's a lot of the same teams every year. Um, and so we'll get in, to some of those. All right, so we're going to start here, Alex, and we're going to start from the bottom, okay? Here's my teams in the fifth tier. You tell me if you disagree with any of these, if maybe you think any of them have a chance to be competitive. I don't know, as contenders, but maybe even contending for the playoffs. The Cavs, the Pistons, the Kings, the Wolves, the Magic, the Thunder the rockets and the wizards.
1: I have eight, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Now you're confusing me. I thought we were on the same page here uh, uh, coming into the show. I thought you said you had 10 combined between tier four and tier five. So you have eight just in tier five.
0: Uh, Yeah. I actually added, well, now I have 12 combined. Cause I remembered a couple in tier four, but yes.
1: <laughs> but right so- now all those teams you went through was just tier five. These are tier four. These are teams
0: that I, that have, I mean, really, they're entering this season with absolutely no shot. At winning a first-round playoff series, that that's how I view these teams. I don't think
1: they're. When you do it into five tiers, I I try to do it somewhat evenly. Like some of those teams you had there, I just got them in tier four. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. I thought we weren't gonna we we weren't gonna uh, differentiate much there, and I thought we were gonna get through this one quickly, but apparently not. All right. Well, let's go through it. Which
0: ones of the ones that I have in tier five? And I I can probably guess which ones, but which ones are the ones that I have in tier five? Would you have in tier four? Again, the Cavs, tier five or tier four?
1: Almost my entire tier four are teams that you named there in tier five. (laughs) The Cavs are in there in tier four. The Timberwolves are in there in tier four. The Kings are in there in tier four. And I don't remember. I don't think you did name the Pelicans. Did you name the Pelicans?
0: I don't have the Pelicans in tier four. I have the Pelicans in tier four. Yes. Not tier five. So calves, pistons, Kings, wolves, wizards, magic, thunder rockets. Uh, well, oh, you put the wizards there too. I did make a case for any of those teams that they should be
1: higher than that. Wow. Okay. So I got it. Okay. First of all, I guess the wizards is the biggest gap. I got them in tier three. I think wow. they're, cause I got in tier three. Okay. should I? Am I allowed to name like one more mm-hmm. team from there to, you know, for mm-hmm. some comparison? Okay. In tier three, I've got the Knicks. So I think the Wizards are better than the Knicks, at least on paper. Obviously we got to see how it plays out. I like the Witty addition. I like that you kind of look the rest of the team around them. They're actually kind of deep now. They're not going to do nothing in the playoffs, which is why I got them in tier three, but that's kind of how I feel about the Knicks. I just like the Wizards roster a little more for comparison, but the, the the wizards in tier five is crazy because I, I think just with the 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 talent of of Beal, you know a uh, dinwiddie who, who's apparently healthy again you know they've added a lot, a lot of guys there i, I don't think they're going to be as bad as the other teams there and then i think wishful, the Cavs so and the Timberwolves. maybe this is
0: wishful thinking on my part alex because maybe i want Beale to finally ask out uh but uh, oh okay but but here here is my reasoning on it um i as much as Russell Westbrook frustrates people, to me, Russell Westbrook was the reason they were competitive in the second half of the season. Okay. And so I, I think removing him, I like Dinwiddie as a player. He's not as dynamic as Westbrook. He is coming off a major injury. They didn't make a ton of upgrades in other areas. I think Hachimura could probably get better. Maybe that elevates them a little bit. I still think they're thin inside. Maybe I'm being a little bit unfair. I might give them tier four,
1: I, but but look, they have too much talent to be put with those other teams. Like those other teams are like bottom feeders, you know. Just, to, you know, respectfully, they are. Like I've got tier five. Just to sum it up: Pistons, mm-hmm. Magic, Spurs, Rockets, Thunder. And I think all those teams. And I and I put Spurs there last second because I'm just so used to them being higher. And, and as I had to look at their roster again. It's like, yeah, they don't really have any top tier talent anymore. Their best players, Dejounte Murray. So you know, him and Derek White are cool. Lonnie Walker, they're all cool. I don't know that they can be put anything higher than that. Just the rest of the roster is very, very thin.
0: It is. But the reason I put them in tier four, uh, other than the fact that I, I do think that obviously pop elevates them to a certain degree is that they were actually weirdly better without DeMar DeRozan um, the it's last true. couple of seasons. And so I just wonder that subtracting him and other guys stepping up into bigger roles. I gave them the benefit of the doubt of putting them in tier four. Are they a contender for anything? no, um, but maybe it is a pop respect factor and maybe the fact that I went in on pop a little bit during the Olympics that that uh, maybe I'm, I'm pulling it back a little bit. But I think when you mention the other teams, the, the magic uh, will not be competitive this year. Uh, they've got some nice young pieces. They won't compete. The Thunder will not be competitive this year. The Rockets will not be competitive this year. Um, the one the two I struck the Pistons will not be competitive this year. The Cavs will not be competitive this year. The, the I actually I, think
1: the Cavs are going to be more competitive than those other teams you named.
0: Okay, now, but but for that not to happen, much. not by much. Mobley's got to be good from the very start. I no, I don't. I just,
1: I just think like Garland took a, a solid leap last season. He's probably going to keep getting better. I think Sexton is a good player. I just think they've got pretty good players around their rotation. I mean, look, honestly, maybe that changes now since they traded Nance because it's one less yep. player you feel good about. So maybe I I, I understand that, but I would even feel. Stronger about uh, stronger about Minnesota and Sacramento like those guys, I think, have too much talent to be put into your five. Okay, so we those were the
0: play. two. Those were the two I was going to mention. Um, yeah. The King, the Kings did perform reasonably well last year. they kind of did what they always do lately, which is that they remain competitive for most of the season
1: and then they fade. Um, but I, always and, the first team out of that run. Right.
0: Always. okay. they always fade and they should be better if Halliburton takes another step. If Fox is healthy, depending on what they do with Buddy Heald, who obviously everybody's high on,
1: on Mitchell, their draft pick.
0: But but they never put it together. I could look at them as a four in terms of a tier four. And you're right. The Wolves on paper, the Wolves could be a tier three. But you know they're going to lose a ton of games. I mean, I it's just they, they're, they're top two players, or at least if you want to. I mean, we'll see where Anthony Edwards is. And I saw today he's grown two inches and all the rest of that. And maybe he takes – Malik Beasley's team. back? What's that? Is Malik Beasley also back too? Yeah, I mean, they have talent. We're good. But, but, but the biggest problem is until Anthony Edwards becomes one of their, their, their top two players, which may happen this year – I mean, it probably will actually – But the reality is if you're counting on Towns and Russell to do anything, you're going to be awful defensively. Like you're just, they're never going to be good defensively if they're featuring those two players as much as they are. Um, I could put them as a tier four, but they've just burned me so many times. So you're right. I'm probably being a little unfair to a couple of these teams. Um, I will tell you the other teams I had in the fourth tier and I struggled with, with all three of them actually, Cause I think all three could be tier three. I've been saying, I think the Raptors could be better than people think, um, um, but I, I needed to drop somebody out of my top three tiers. And so I dropped them and I decided to keep Indiana in the
1: third tier. Cause I just like, right, you're going to they- put Indiana tier four. Well, you got to
0: put somebody down there. Like, I mean, yeah, that know, was,
1: that was the Pelicans for me. What you're talking about. I no. had a tough time just cause they're talent base. Like obviously they lost Lonzo. I think, you know, you could do worse. Obviously, they, they traded a first to do this, which is the, the ugly part, but you could do worse than replacing Lonzo with Devontae Graham, Tom, you know, Tomas Sadoransky and yeah. Garrett Temple, who we all know is like a leader guy and who can play some minutes. They had, you know, some locker room troubles. Maybe, maybe that's cool, right? There's, they're going to be a terrible defense again, which has been their problem and which is why I put them down there, It was just tough because it's like we know Zion is a really good player, made the all-star team, deservedly so last season. Ingram wasn't too far off. There's a reason everybody wanted the Heat to trade for him, so it's tough to put him down there. I, I, for some reason, I trust Toronto more. I just trust them to actually put it together, even though they lost probably their second best player. If you want to say Siakam was better than Kyle, uh, I kind of feel like they'll be competitive quicker than the Pelicans, just because they seem like all over the place. Like they don't even know if they want to play with each other at this point. That's probably what what swung him for me.
0: Well, I, I think, A, I, I think you know what you're getting in Nurse as a coach. It's a proven commodity. They, they're going yeah. home, which helps them. They have uh, proven players. And they have proven players who are on the upswing, and it's a very good developmental program. So you 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 expect you, you saw the progress that Van Vliet made. I expect Ananobi to continue to progress. I think Siakam gets himself back on track as, as a consistent player. I don't think he's a number one, but I think he's kind of what they have as a number one right now. But But <clears throat> I think they could be... Better. In fact, I actually hesitated to put them behind the Knicks, to be honest. Like, I, I actually thought about dropping the Knicks down to fourth tier. Same. Dro- I
1: feel I feel I was literally just thinking about it now. Like, I feel weird having the Pelicans lower than the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I think I mean, the Knicks no, are right. going
0: to be the biggest disappointment in the NBA this season. It's
1: just the right. West East thing.
0: That, I think is, But the East is but the East we're, as we go up here and we're seeing more and more East teams that we haven't talked about yet. The the, the East is stronger this year than it's been in previous years. Now, the other team I put in the fourth tier, and again, this is an East thing because I do think the East is deep this year, but I think this team could be pretty good, sneaky good, and they were for periods of time last year, is Charlotte. Um, I put them in the fourth tier because of the way they faded at the end of last season, where it made me feel like a little of that was fool's gold. But LaMelo is going to get better. Uh, P.J. Washington is going to get better. Uh, I don't think losing Devontae Graham is that big a deal for them. I think they've got other p- pieces that will fit better. Um guy okay, Hayward. I, they, the Hayward coming and they re-sign Rozier. I mean, whatever you think of it. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the Hornets could be a Tier 3 team, which means kind of one of those teams in that sort of 6-9 to nine space in, in the East. I put them in the fourth tier, really, because I couldn't figure out who else in the East to drop out, essentially.
1: Yeah, this, that's why this is a really tough exercise. Just trying to group everybody together. I'm having, I'm, like, it's still tough. Like just looking at it now. Like I said, I, I, I want to go back and put the Knicks tier four, probably against tier three, but I don't know that I can just because the Knicks made it to the playoffs and that arbitrary label. Knowing that the West last year was deeper than the, than the East. I don't know. It's still, it makes me makes me hesitate a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, but I, I'm going to give the the Knicks benefit of the doubt just because they had a strong defense. And the Pelicans were an awful, awful defense. And you know, that's they they had they showed something. I I don't think the Pelicans showed much last season.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's also a bet on Tibbs over over again the Pelicans sort of unknown coaching situation right now. Well, there's a bunch of teams we have not mentioned before we go to break here and come back, and obviously we haven't talked about the Heat yet as we kind of progress towards the contenders. Is there a team that I that you have in that bottom two grouping? that we have not mentioned yet?
1: Yes or no? I don't think so, no.
0: Okay, so if that's the case, we're gonna move on to the top three tiers here in a second. Before we do, I wanna tell you about another of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that's Therapist Preferred. This is a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapists to maximize performance and recovery for active people. 100% THC-free and third-party lab verified. All the products made in the U.S. with cutting-edge technology from organically grown hemp. The most popular products, the CBD sports cream, and, of course, the gummies. The strawberry lemonade, the green apple. I just ordered some more this week. Use the code 5REASONS. That's the code 5REASONS, number 5REASONS, for 25% off your order, plus free shipping on all orders. So go to therapistpreferred.com. That's therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five reasons. A bunch of people have ordered through us. They're happy with it. And they're reordering. That tells you a product is good. So again, reach out therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five reasons, get your 25% off. All right. Ethan here back with Alex. Bunch of teams we haven't talked about. Let me roll out who's in tier three for me, and you can dispute this. Now I have these grouped five, five, and six okay so i'm a little bit more balanced here than i was before okay my tier three now now again to kind of classify what this is i mean these are teams that really to me are bubble playoff teams could kind of go either way based on some circumstances but really don't have a championship shot okay here's who i've got the grizzlies a team I like enough to put them above fourth and fifth, a lot of good young developing players, but I feel like they need to consolidate some assets.
1: Jaron Jackson Jr. Coming back and apparently he's healthy.
0: Yeah. To really get Miranda second star, the bulls obvious improvement there, but we have to see what it looks like on the court. The Pacers who I think went through every bad circumstance imaginable last year, they're going to be better coached this year. And I do like their starting lineup and how the pieces fit. The Knicks, although I feel like I'm going to regret this because I think they probably should be tier four. The Blazers, simply because of Dame. But I don't know. I think the bottom could fall out of that thing this year. And the other one I have, and you may not agree with this one, I don't think we're going to see a healthy Kawhi this whole season. So to me, it's the Clippers. I, I Oh, don't, wow. I just don't, I'm looking at the rest of that roster. Like they've let the bottom fall out of the rest of that roster. Like it's not. And so if you're just counting on PG to carry them for the whole season, and you don't have, and you've got the the Kawhi thing hanging over their heads the whole year. I I think they, they overachieved in my view with PG in the playoffs last year. uh, You know, particularly after Kawhi went out, I I don't see them as a championship threat. I'm just looking at their team. Like, it's not the same team as it was two years ago. And that's even also getting with, Ibaka with back to I think. Yeah. So, I mean, who, where would you have the Clippers tier two?
1: You want me to give it away? <laughs>
0: All right. Well, tell me, tell me who's tier three here.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could get into the Clippers thing. I think that might be good because we have a a, a pretty big <laughs> gap there. But do you want me to go through my tier three? Right go quick? through your tier three. Okay. So this is the one where I went crazy on and, you know, threw in the most amount of teams Uh, Knicks, Wizards, Raptors, Hornets, Grizzlies, Bulls, Pacers, and the Boston Celtics.
0: (laughs) I thought about them. I thought they're my last tier too. I had to do
1: it. I had to do it. Uh, look, just also, I had, I also had to do it because I had, I just didn't want to, it was already a lot of teams in my tier one and tier two. And I just don't really feel that great about Boston and, you know, may have other reasons to for them to be the swing team to go down, you know, (laughs) maybe. Uh, But, yeah, I've got – what is that? Eight teams in Tier 3, just like you with Tier 5. I just think they're all kind of in that same group. And there's one team I left out of there that you mentioned that I threw in Tier 2. Do I go to them? Let me know. The the Trailblazers. I actually think this last move they did on top of, you know, the the other fringe stuff like Cody Zeller, who's going to be a fine backup five for them. Mm. The Larry Nance move, I think – puts them in another place, not as far as championship contention, but just like trusting that, you know, in a a scenario where their team is fully healthy, you know, Nurkic is healthy, all their guys are there. They've got Covington and Nance in the front court. Their bench is solid. You know, it's fine. It's okay. I think that that's the type of team that if they get a favorable matchup, they can move on and, and make some noise in the playoffs. We've seen them do that before that year that they got to the conference finals, you know, like, like you said, if things blow right, So that's why I threw them in tier two, just kind of respect their talent and it could very well fall out. So that's why I had a hard time uh, doing this exercise because it's tough to project what's going to happen this season. I think the Nance stuff, I I think he really does help them a lot. I think he's really dynamic. I mean, for, for what they're getting, right? Like he's not a star type player, but Mm -hmm. he's going to help them a lot. And they just needed the help. He's a great defensive player and they were an awful, awful defense. So if Nurkic is healthy with him there, you know, I just think they're going to be a little bit more solid on that end, and that's going to help them. So I've got the Blazers in Tier Two and the Celtics Tier Three. I, you know, I, I think that I, might be wrong to be honest, I, but I'm I, I'm going with it. I can
0: I can see it. Um, I, I think my concern is, you know, I don't know. It's hard to to view. To me, if you're a Tier Two, then then you have a chance at a championship. And and I just I have a hard time seeing the Blazers. But the we didn't talk about.
1: Based we, on sorry, ba- We didn't talk ba- about these definitions though. We just said tier, five tiers. So like when I was doing my tier two, for example, some of these teams, I, I still think like if things break right, can win a title, but most of them is like, probably not.
0: But, but I think to be, but I do think to be in tier two, there's gotta be some kind of shot. Here's my thing with the Blazers. I agree with you that they're probably better constructed than they were last year, but they have more of a swirl hanging over them this year than they did before. And I don't even know that Dame's going to make it through the season. And so that's why it's just, it's so difficult for me to put them in tier two. I, you know, I look at the rest of your teams. I don't have a problem with any of them. I I think, you know, the Celtics and and I'm going to get to them in tier two, because I do think that they have a player I'm probably
1: being a little bit unfair with them. I think it was just hard to balance it all out, but I think the Celtics was, is a one team. If I'm being honest, I, I think they got better. So, I, you know, they also had a tough year, so I'm trying to be fair because the Heat had an incredibly tough year. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be fair to all, all the other teams, like the Raptors, like the Pacers, who had really tough years and who were probably going to bounce back. The Celtics got a lot, a lot tougher on defense. They got better. I just don't really trust that they're going to be able to make a lot of noise in the playoffs. But just like the Blazers, they can definitely advance. Like, I, I don't expect them to really do anything as far as getting far, but I, I look at them in the Blazers kind of similarly. So maybe I should have a Celtics tier two.
0: All right. So before we move on, though, we are in agreement because we have not mentioned the heat yet. That that the heat and there's we're going to have basically 10 teams, it looks like in tier one or tier team two between us. Although they might be slight, slightly different at the back end, as we talked about, uh maybe Blazers and Celtics. But basically, as we're discussing it, you and I are in agreement that the Heat firmly belong in the top two tiers, that there's no team in the third tier, whether it's Pacers, Bulls, Grizzlies, Knicks, it, for you, for me, this, for for you, the, the Celtics, for me the Blazers, Clippers, et cetera, or any of the others we've mentioned that, that should be given a better championship chance. I'm not saying finish ahead of them in the regular season. I'm saying a better
1: championship chance than the heat. No, no. I mean, I don't think so. I'm still like looking at my list right now and there's one team I'm really, really, really struggling with mm-hmm. actually a couple as we're going through it. I have it written down, but I'm very tempted to change it. So I just think tier one <laughs> and tier two, probably the toughest ones to, to be honest. All right, we'll get to it's like one we're one. like this is right now. This is the earliest of staking our claims with some of these teams, so we got to be very careful here as as takes takesmen.
0: Yeah, as takesmen. That's that's what we'll call it. All right, but if you have a take on particular players that you want to play, whether it's in college football, NFL coming up, or of course NBA when it starts in October, you got to go to PrizePicks.com. That's right, PrizePicks.com. We always tell you to use that code five when you play the daily fantasy. You play the up downs there, but we've actually got a crazy promotion for you. Okay, and for this one. You've got got to use the code, and i got to look it up because i got to make sure that it's right here. The code is actually 5CFB. That's five, and that's not not the number, spelled out, F-I-V-E-C-F-B. That's for college football, C-F-B, three letters there. And here's what it is, okay? If there's one point scored in the Georgia Clemson game and you've played the Georgia Clemson game in any way, you'll get $50 free. That's the promotion they're running. It's a ridiculous promotion. So use that code. And they're only doing this with certain affiliates, and we're one of those affiliates. So take advantage of it, okay? And then you can get that 50 bucks, and then you can keep that money, and you can play it for NFL, MLB, NASCAR, golf, and, of course, NBA when it starts or anything else, okay? MMA. So you'll get 50 bucks if one point is scored in the Georgia Clemson game, and you've played that game, okay? So sign up with this code, 5FIVECFB. F-I-V-E-C-F-B at prizepicks.com. Of course, you can download the app or you can play on the website against CFB. All right, let's get to it. Two tiers left here. Um, I went five and five. Okay. So yeah, I just audible.
1: I, won- I, I feel like I had to say it. I didn't want to be dishonest. I, I had to audible. It was just picking at me too much. And I just you, unbalanced now. You, you can't now. audible at this stage? Really? Oh, I, I was, I mean, look, I just made up the rules
0: For no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat.
1: My head that we hadn't announced it yet. I could have just said nothing and you would have never (laughs) known. But I was trying to be honest with you and the podcast, you know, for my integrity as a journalist. Right. Well, I'm going to hold you. Now I only have five this. teams in tier two and eight in tier one. Wait, I'm sorry. No, Seven no, no, no. in tier one, seven, seven. Wait, so you have seven in tier one and how many in tier two? Five. It was six and six. So you have 12 teams. It was one team I couldn't leave out of tier one that I really didn't want to. And I uh, think it's going to be very controversial, by the way.
0: All right, let's 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 roll here. I'm going to go with my tier two and, and we'll try to compete. I've got five and five because I'm actually playing by the rules here. You ready?
1: No, you you broke the rules early in the show.
0: Okay, well, I broke the rules in tier four. That's not the same as breaking the rules for champ, for championship contenders. I hear these are <laughs> these are teams that, ha, to me, have an outside chance of winning a championship, uh, but I, they have at least one or two major issues that need to play out correctly. And I, and I struggled with this, too. I did have the Celtics in this group, and the reason I have the Celtics in this group is because I just think there's another level for Jason Tatum. Uh, I, I, I think we, we've seen now that... He can carry the team for stretches. If he can extend that in any way with some pieces that fit around them better, I, I do think they've got an outside shot. I would not count on it, um, but I, I think they have no
1: spacing. There. So that's what made me feel better about maybe putting him down, even though I kind of said I would maybe put him up now. But right, uh, let me get through the list and then I'll go you through can, your list. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Number, number two.
0: And this was another one I struggled with. I think the Hawks are going to take a step back. Um, but... At the same time, I want to give them respect for what they did this past season. Um, They haven't really lost anybody of significance. They kept Collins. They just re-signed Capella to an extension. Trey is going to play with more confidence this year after everything he's been through. And obviously, Nate McMillan did a hell of a job with them last year. So I'm going to give them the respect of Tier 2. To me, they're the back end of Tier 2. The other one, we haven't talked about the situation enough probably, the Sixers have so much material on that roster that I just don't know who they're going to flip Ben for. <laughs> so
1: that's, yep. I, I've been thinking about this. I kind of want to move them down a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: I do, but until I see what they get, I, I guess I've got, you know, they were the number one seed in the East last year, but until I see what they acquire for Ben, I'm going to leave him in that second tier. The other one I'm going to leave in the second tier is the jazz. I, I can't put them in the first tier because I just don't think they're a playoff proposition. I, I just, I, I, if Rudy can continue to be played off the floor, um, we so we've seen them kind of mentally collapse the last two years. I, I love Donovan, but I'm going to put them in the second tier and my top team in the second tier is the heat. Um, oh yeah. I I can't put them in the first tier because of some of the concerns that I've raised, uh, which is the depth of the roster um, getting to the playoffs healthy, particularly their 30 somethings and in the right seating. I think they're going to be a hell of an out for other teams. I would not want to play them, but I can't put them with the teams I have in the top five. Uh, I think they're right on the edge of it. I, I think, again, they're, they're going to be a three or four seed, probably a four seed that nobody is going to want to play. But I just I also think there's going to be there's going to be struggles this season because of injuries for the older guys and inexperience for the younger guys. I I have them kind of as the sixth most likely team to win a title this year. So I'm making them first in the second grouping. So before we get to the first grouping, because obviously I got five teams that I've left to the side. Who do you have in your second group?
1: So I thought this is going to be where I differentiated from you. And we agreed. I had the heat and the jazz there. I think those are the two strongest teams in tier two. Like, I I think they're a little bit stronger than the rest here. I've got the Sixers, the Hawks, and the Blazers there. And like I said, Mm -hmm. I would maybe consider replacing the Sixers with the Celtics here just because I trust the Celtics' talent more at this stage than I trust Embiid, Tobias Harris. I mean, look, Embiid is really, really good. So I'm I'm not saying anything bad about him. I just mean, like, the rest of that team knowing that Ben Simmons is most likely not going to be on that roster, which saddens me a little bit. Like I said previously, I think it would have been funny if they would have just kept kind of running into the wall every year. So I was looking forward to it, especially, you know, with Coach Doc. But (laughs) it looks like that's finally going to change. So I don't know what to think of them. I'm going to leave them there in tier two, like you said, because they were the one seed. So I guess you got to give them some sort of, respect as much as i hate to do so uh and, and i've got them there as the five teams like i don't want to have the heat and the sixers in the same tier i'm not gonna lie i was just trying to be objective here so heat sixers <laughs> jazz hawks and blazers tier two
0: yeah so I, I i i'm with you on those i think see so we came together here because i, I again i i do think um with the jazz to me it, it just comes down to again their confidence in doing it I, I mean they've shown in the regular season what they can achieve but they, they just don't seem to be again. They just don't seem to be a playoff proposition. And, and I don't know that some of the some of those I, I do like the Rudy Gay move. I think they'll miss favors a little bit. Um, I think Rudy Gay fits what they do very well. But again, they kind of made changes around the edges. We actually thought they'd sell off more. Um, the bench is very good. Donovan's very good. Gobert is a very good regular season
1: player. I just I I, I just I going to be a great back of fire. They win a title. <laughs> no, I was joking. and said, Hassan is going to be a great back of five, but I agree yeah. with, you You know, I just think they're, you know, they got a little stronger in the margins. Nothing crazy. Nothing that's going to put them over the top. They're going to be a tough out just like any other season. I just don't believe in them quite as much as I do the teams I have in tier one. And it was tough to put in to, to, to keep the heat here in tier two. Cause like you said, I think they have kind of an outside shot. So I guess that makes me feel better about keeping them there. And like, I think the heat and the jazz are kind of above the, those other teams I named just a little bit at least I think the heat like you know I think they actually have a higher chance of doing something in the playoffs in the jazz just because mm-hmm. both although both conferences are deep, I think the west it's so tough to like get a matchup that would be favorable for the jazz where, like mm-hmm. a- avoiding the Lakers or avoid avoiding some of these other teams that we're about to go through in tier one, right I think there's there's more of them right that's what both team both conferences are deep. I think there's more high-level teams that have a championship chance in the West. So I think the Heat, like we talked about before, the Nets and the Bucks, and I think they they have an outside chance of beating those teams. I don't think that's crazy to say.
0: All right, well, we're going to get to Tier 1 here in a second. One more sponsor we want to tell you about, another local sponsor, our friend Mark Brown. You spell it M-A-R-C. Brown, and that's important because you can find them at markbrownpa.com, 954-566-5678. Reach out to Mark if you need your title done. They've got an in-house real estate company right there, a title company. They handled uh, actually two two properties I've sold in the last year. Uh, they handled both of them for me, and they handled them extremely well. And I can tell you the second one, uh, there were complications on the other side, okay? And they handled it perfectly smoothly. So reach out to Mark Brown, PA. Another big Miami sports fan. But the other thing he can do for you is he can set you up with an estate plan. And that's important. If you're young and single, you want to make sure that someone's making decisions for you. If you're unconscious, you're incapacitated, something happens to you. You never know what's going to happen. But if you're young with a family, you really need it. Set up the plans for the kids in case anything unfortunate happens. So reach out to Mark. MarkBrownPA.com. 954-566-5678 and tell them five reasons sent you all right so i'm trying to crunch the numbers for you here because uh, how many you have in the first tier seven see i only have five so i, I actually have the heat higher positioned uh hey, how does that
1: make sense i thought there was only going to be one team that we we're going to talk about here that was going to separate well all right, you you give me yours
0: because i've only got five because there, there's obviously two here that uh that you've got that i don't i can't really identify them go, go ahead
1: so tier 1 I've got seven teams like I said and I've got the Nets, Clippers, Suns, Bucks, Lakers, Nuggets and the Warriors.
0: Oh, wait a second. You're right. Okay, I screwed that up. You're right. I I The Warriors is the team that I accidentally crossed out and didn't put anywhere else. Okay, so I Oh, <laughs> man. I thought
1: See, I thought that was going to be one of the other controversial. No, ones. Okay.
0: The, the Warriors I would have in the second tier, but I would have, the ah. Warriors, I would have the Warriors behind. Uh, I was debating actually between third tier and second tier for the Warriors. And then just forgot that I crossed it out. So I'm glad you mentioned them. I would have them second tier right behind the heat and the jazz. I, I, I feel uh, with them and I'll let you talk about the more um, that it's going to come together more this year, provided clay is healthy, but counting on clay to be healthy after you know and it's not going to be for a little while here after two major injuries even though he's not a player who relied on athleticism is a lot and i think to count on a progress from wiseman is probably expecting too much at this stage i just don't think he fits with what they have and i don't know what the trade is going to be but i would put the warriors in the second tier simply because they have curry and simply because it's clear that they are an attractive destination for other players and they could land someone big, whether it's Simmons, uh, whether, or some of one of the other guys here, uh, that pops through. So I would have them second tier kind of maybe even ahead of the Hawks and the Celtics and the Sixers, but behind the heat and the jazz, but you have them first tier. Why?
1: So this was the team that I struggled with the most that I was alluding to earlier that I audibled with. And I, all those points you made are more than fair. And that's why I had them tier two originally I never considered them putting tier three. I just have too much respect for their guys. I understand like the concerns with clay and maybe I'm underplaying that a little bit, but I'm just expecting him to be pretty close to back to normal. I think he's missed a whole lot of time. And I've been, you know, I've been seeing videos of him working out and shooting around and actually playing basketball for a long time now. Not that that means anything. Right. I'm just saying like maybe in my head, that's why uh, I'm a little bit more expecting that he's going to be back and healthy. I think, you know, they didn't have an extremely strong offseason by any means. Otto Porter was the one addition that it's like, okay, that's fine. He, he, as long as he's shooting well there. And I think he will like, that's something that they needed. Like somebody else who could actually shoot the ball. Uh, I think their roster, their rotation is pretty set. It's not a championship one as it is, but I'm projecting that they add somebody. I think they're the type of team that's going to add somebody via trade. And I'm not just talking about a big name player. I mean, like they're going to add a rotation guy or two. Uh, whether it's buyout trade, I think they're going to be aggressive there just because they've kind of like all these guys have signed their extensions. And I think they've kind of committed to the organization and making sure that they're contending for that championship. And they passed that point of, you know, maybe packaging those young players and they can still do it, obviously. But packaging young players uh, for something else during the draft, right, whether it's Wiseman or the two guys they ended up getting with Moody and Kuminga. I think they had the opportunity there and passed it. So they're probably going to try to add some rotation players on the margins. And I think that's going to be just enough to get them into that tier. I do think – I just respect the talent that they have already so much. I still – like, that team – that core won a title. And and people want to talk about Iguadala and Barbosa and Livingston. I understand those guys mattered. You know, Andrew Bogut, if you want to throw him in there. I think what they've got there will be just enough. I don't think Wiseman needs to be some great player. I don't think Kuminga or Moody, either of them, need to – be great. I just think as long as those guys are playable and are giving you rotation minutes, their top end talent is going to get them where they want to go. Now, I'm not going to pick them over these other teams. They're probably the last team I've got in this tier, but I think they could beat like some of these other teams in a, in a playoff series. And that's what made me want to put them here. It's like, I think they have a real shot at beating most of these other teams here in the tier one.
0: What, what,
1: what's interesting to me
0: is you, I, I've been kind of accused of being down on the heat a little bit or not, not down on them,
1: but maybe the Alisa not, will be good over there, by the way, all of a sudden watch
0: not, not quite as maybe exuberant about as, as some people about the heat. And yet I, I think the heat have a better shot than the warriors in the postseason Cause I, I just, I don't know I just I think the defensive toughness that those guys bring is compared to what we see with some of the Warriors because again I, I think where Clay may struggle a little bit is on that end like I, I feel like he's going to get his offensive game back but he, again never a player who relied on athleticism but he also was was asked a lot of times to, to guard the best player on the other team and I, I just again coming off two major injuries here um even if he is working out concerns me and again i also had a
1: strong defense last year with a pretty awful roster
0: no i i know he does a good job there kurt does a good job with it Uh, the other one though uh, that i look at because it looks like we have five teams in agreement here uh again i i threw the clippers out i i I just i i think you're overestimating the roster there i i don't i what's on that roster now
1: that's kind of benefit of the doubt from what happened in the playoffs and maybe that's just small sample size theater, you know, Reggie Jackson going crazy, but they were all on fire throughout the season as well. Like they were an extremely high powered offense that that was shooting the lights out throughout the season. And then that's what ended up kind of swinging it their way. And Paul George playing well too, to top it off, even though game seven wasn't his best game, obviously. Uh, I just think it was, it was a testament to the the talent that they had there. Like Terrence Mann took a step up. I think they're probably going to get Ibaka back. Maybe not from the start. I'm not, Updated on that, but I'm expecting him to be back this season. And that was the other like factor about this whole exercise was projecting who was going to be back by the time the playoffs started. And that's just kind of tough to project who's going to be, but, but Alex, let me ask who's going to be 100% healthy. I,
0: I, can they win? Um, okay,
1: <laughs> they're not going to win. I don't think they're going to win a playoff series without Kawhi. Maybe okay, I'm wrong because so. we saw them do it, you know, they get a favorable matchup, maybe, but. If some of these other teams I've got in tier one, I would not pick the Clippers without Kawhi.
0: Okay, so, but that's the whole thing, though. I, I don't know that we can put him in tier one when but his situation. I'm, expect, I'm
1: expecting Kawhi to be back, though, so that's kind of the math no. I was doing there. It's more about whether he's healthy. I just right. think, like, they put they put it all on this season. Didn't they? Do I have they that did. wrong?
0: They, they they did, but we'll see exactly when that is. All right, so, so let's look at the other five then because I think we have them uh, you know, the same here.
1: Uh, I think Nets, the nuggets Lakers- apply here too, by the way, to what I'm talking about. Cause you know, you got to feel good about Murray coming back, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, that, all right. So, so let's get to it. Okay. Let's, let's get people to five teams here. Nets, Lakers, bucks, Suns, and nuggets. Uh, I will say that, that most people probably would quarrel with the last two, uh, more than the other three. I think there's consensus that the Nets, Lakers and bucks are championship contenders, whatever we think of, you know, the additions that they made, of course, Millsap today, it looks like maybe Aldridge, Eventually for the Nets, they added Patty Mills. So essentially they've gotten older around the edges. The Lakers have gotten much older around the edges uh, than they were last year. They both changed the equation, but I I think we'd be crazy. I don't even know that we need to talk about either of those two teams too much because I think we'd be crazy not to include the teams considering their front end talent. So again, we can argue about what happened to the Lakers last season and Nets not being able to get healthy, but on paper, on paper, their top end guys – you can't argue that those guys are not championship contenders, and you can't make an argument the Bucks are not either after they just did it. I think where people would dispute us some is maybe putting the Suns and the Nuggets perhaps ahead of the Jazz, the Heat, maybe even the Celtics, maybe in my case the Clippers, the Warriors, uh, and the Warriors. Uh, I, and 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 here's here's the thing about it, um, the the Suns. Give me a little bit of pause because I do think there could not that there's a flukish element to them because I don't think they're a fluky team in terms of the way they were built, but they did benefit from some things last year. They had a healthy Chris Paul for pretty much the whole season, which I, I every don't other think
1: team they face facing injury issues.
0: Right. So there were a lot of things that broke right for them, and they could be the kind of team that falls back as we've talked about the Knicks falling back, maybe the Hawks falling back. But I just think they're too well constructed, to be honest. And I also think they've got a guy in the middle who was a number one overall pick who I think is going to get better in Aiton. And I think the, the experience that Bridges got, the experience that Booker got, I, I'm going to keep them in the first tier. The Nuggets, to me, it is Murray dependent. I, if, if Murray is back, I feel like the Nuggets could have made the finals last year uh, if Murray yep. was healthy. And so, I, 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 just out of respect for them, I'm going to put them in the first tier also. But, I mean, of those two, if I was to say to you, which of those two, if you had to drop one of them out, which would it be?
1: Oh, that's actually tough. Uh, truthfully, I would have said the Suns last year before that run. The run makes you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, they beat the Nuggets on the way, obviously. Without Jamal Murray, you know, I, I, I would have said Nuggets, for real. Like, I would have uh, taken the Nuggets – just a few months ago. So I guess it's going to have to be them though. I saw the Nuggets get, I mean, the, sorry, the Suns get to the finals. It's going to be kind of, I think it would be a, kind of a slap in the face to take them out and not the Nuggets. Maybe that's stupid. I, honestly, I gave some thought to putting the Lakers tier two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I understand they got deeper. Everybody, I think everybody can agree with that. I just think, I don't love I don't love that talent there. Like I, I they put shooting around Westbrook to kind of maybe ease it a little bit. I just think their defense is gonna drop off a cliff compared to where it was before. It's, it's gonna go from elite to, you know, at best average. I think during the regular season and may, you know in the playoffs, some of those guys like obviously LeBron and AD will turn it up a notch. I'm the reason I threw him there was because of LeBron and AD specifically LeBron because if anybody can win with russell westbrook if somebody's gonna do it it's gonna be him so this is all just in respect to lebron james because i really don't think like i'm not a fan of the westbrook thing i understand the things he brings he's not a bad player or anything like that even even if he's declined he he could still get to the rim i just think in the playoffs he's only gonna give them problems like even if he does give you minutes where bron can sit and you can feel good about it he he pushes the pace in transition. There's stuff that he brings. He's just still a playmaker. He can still get to the rim. I understand all of that. I'm not trying to trash on Russ. I just think it's going to be easier for teams to scheme against the Lakers and kind of make it harder on LeBron and AD to be effective. And not only that, their defense is going to be a lot weaker. So that foundation that was kind of keeping them throughout games, even when they had trouble scoring, isn't there. Now, like I said, they've got a lot more shooting uh, around the edges there. They added Monk, Ellington, Mello, uh, I just think you know, Bazemore was fine. Aries is a fine addition. Kendrick Nunn, a fine addition. Like all those guys are cool. I just the all of it coming together. That team is just kind of I don't know. I don't love it. They, I feel like they're not as good as they were when they won the championship. Even if Westbrook is way better than anybody that was their third best player. Well, well they're not as
0: defined. They're not as defined. It's a
1: matchup thing in the matches. in the playoffs, right? Like a, a yeah. smart team is gonna is gonna leave him wide open, and and what happens from there.
0: But I'll say this, and, and I'm with you on a lot of the concerns, and I, it seems like they've got 17 guys for eight spots. And, and I also think the thing that's being overlooked here a little bit is they got a lot of veteran guys who are used to playing. And it, it, it's, it's one thing to say that one or two guys is going to sacrifice to ring chase and win a title. It's another thing when you're asking like eight guys to do it. Um, I, I think that's going to be a lot for Vogel to manage. I mean, even last year, which didn't end up being a championship year, he didn't really manage the Marcus situation very well. Like, you know, when they brought in Drummond, they added one piece and it threw the whole locker room into chaos. And now you've got all of these old guys. Okay. Carmelo, Rondo, etc. Uh, Again, you add a couple of those pieces, like the Heat have done in previous years when they were making championship runs. Like I get it. You add that many pieces. And then you got some guys who like monk and Nun, might be better than some of these old guys at this stage. Well, they're trying to get
1: paid in the future.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. And I mean, they signed contracts, basically, which which indicate that they're going to try to get paid. And and I don't know how much playing time they're going to get. So I I think it is a challenge. The reason I can't take them out of tier one, though, Alex, is I absolutely can envision LeBron carrying them to a title. I I could because I do think the one you picture
1: LeBron carrying a title team with Russell Westbrook.
0: Here's what I think. I think that they are a better position now to give LeBron the breather that he needs at this stage of his career. In other words, I just, I don't think they've added enough playmaking. They've added enough rebounding. They've added enough scoring that I feel like that they can take the burden off him. He can sit a couple of nights and they can win some regular season games without him because maybe rush just goes nuts or Carmelo has one of those throwback games. Like I feel like, They've added enough to take the burden off him that he can make a run in the postseason. But I will say this. So I can't take them out of tier one. I can't. But I will say this. I think the Nets roster is better constructed. Like, I don't trust Kyrie and Harden to play. Okay, but I do think the pieces they added make more sense. There's not as much clutter. I think Patty Mills is a great addition. Okay. They also
1: okay. added some young pieces too. They
0: did. They did. And I, they also have, you know, Guy and Claxton who I think can play more for them. Um, I think Joe Harris will rebound. And Blake they, they, is actually they, pretty good. Yeah. I, I, right. I think, and I like the Millsap addition. I think, I think he'll in a limited role, he'll help them. I feel like the pieces with the nets make more sense, And I feel like KD can carry them. We saw it almost happen last year. So I I like the Nets' chances better than the Lakers, but I can't take the Lakers out of tier one. I just can't. But I I think the overall point here is, and the Bucs we don't need to talk about because we've talked about them enough. The overall point here is, though, as we close, is that the Heat are in the mix here, okay? I mean, if you stuck around with us this long on this pod, you can tell that even the teams in the first tier There are questions. There are questions about the Nets health. There are questions about the Westbrook fit. There are questions maybe about how hungry the bucks will be. We talked about them not really improving this off season and only two of them, whether the suns fall back only two of them in the East. Ethan.
1: What's that? Only two of them in the East, Ethan. Well, that's the other
0: thing. I mean, that would put the heat as the third best chance. I don't know that the heat will be the third seed, as I said earlier, but I do think you could say they have the third best chance to go to the finals you know, out of it. So I, I think, again, the reason for doing this exercise was to try to kind of put the heat in some kind of positioning. And as much as we talk about there being a lot of teams in that middle grouping, I do think the heat with their defensive disposition with BAM's potential for further growth with hero fitting into a more comfortable role and with just Jimmy and Jimmy's will that you can make a, an argument again, that the heater at the top end of that second tier. And if something happens to one of those teams in the first tier, you could put them in there. So, again, this has been sort of a useful exercise for me as somebody who's been not maybe as optimistic about this offseason as others to kind of say, well, I can see what they like, right? I mean, if you're inside the Heat organization.
1: For sure. I mean, like I said before, I just think they've got to feel confident, even though, like I said, the Nets, and like you mentioned, the Nets definitely got stronger which you didn't want to see because it just feels like the rich get richer. They already had the unlucky stuff, and it could as well. I mean, it could very well happen again, right? Like, they could have injury stuff. All three of those guys have kind of been roller coasters. They got deeper, so that point you made about the Lakers, I think, applies to the Nets too, maybe to a lesser degree because they didn't get somebody as good as Russ, but they already got their three superstars. Like, they can have plenty of nights where maybe one of them plays, two of them plays throughout the season just like they did last season. They, the, the difference is it's got to be that, you know, all three of them are there because when they are, they're just going to be damn near unstoppable to beat. And then they got stronger on the margins with veterans and young dudes. So it's like they're, they're kind of along the right path. That's the only team that really scares the hell out of me. But other than that, I think the Heat have got to feel strong because, like I said before, and there was some people who, who I saw trashing me saying, oh, there goes Alex again, saying that he's not scared of the Bucks I'm not fearing the Deer. Like they're, they're still better than the heat. They're still a tier one team. I don't fear them as much as I fear the nets. That's fair. All
0: right. Check out our sponsors, cpt-florida.com, therapistpreferred.com. Use that code five reasons there. That's the number five prize picks. Use the code five F I V E and markbrownpa.com. If you need help uh, with your title, anything else uh, related to closing a real estate deal. And also of course, with your estate planning, Covered a lot today. We're going to take a couple of days off here. So that'll give you guys some time to catch up on this one. We got yeah, to talk about 30 teams. We did 30 teams. We got a special guest coming up uh, next week. Um, we're going to go in the way back machine for a heat stories episode. I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but I, yeah, I don't s- even know who it is. I will simply I've said it on our thread. I will simply say uh, it's, it's a favorite of Greg's. So he's going to enjoy this. Uh, And he's somebody that some people thinks numbers should be on the rafters someday. It's not Goron. Don't worry. We're going on the way back, Rasheed. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.